Yeah, we're in it. Do we have um, a cold? Do we have a cold open? Do you have anything? Jeremiah, do you have anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know do we want to uh, riff. Yeah, I mean, I'm here to promote stuff. I guess. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that where I open? I don't. No, no. Is that the end? <laughs> that would, yeah, that would. That I'll save it at the end for the end. Yeah. Like, what's, what's he got to promote? So yeah, I'll save yeah, it. Yeah, just. End. <laughs> just fresh out the gate with no yeah. sort of like if I can just no say it and then be done. Like I don't need to be here for the rest. Of the <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. The, talking yeah. about the last Airbender is like the 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 most beaten path you can take to advertise for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, true. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the hell you've created for yourself or for <laughs> all of us, I guess. <laughs> um, we can just yeah. Let's just go into the movie. Let's just we can just launch okay. into it. Yeah, screw okay. it. Let's go. Okay. Um, welcome back, people, to There Will Be Duds. This is episode 74. Yeah. Um, I am your co-host, TJ, a.k.a. J-Spot Jack Cheese, and with me as always. Uh, as always, I am Nick, a.k.a. Dr. Funk on Twitch, and with us today is Jeremiah... Oh, my God. Hit it, hit me. Say it again? Right. Say it right there. Uh, I'm Porphy. I'm Porphy. Oh, oh yes. my God. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I shouldn't I'm even have tried. Uh, yeah, author, stand-up comedian, reached out to us on uh, on this weird Tinder for podcasts website thing that uh, I got into. One of the only non-scammers that have messaged me. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I get really bad. Like, I want to boost your podcast numbers by appearing on your podcast. You just got to pay oh, okay. me money and we'll get you 100,000 right. subs and like... yeah. Everywhere you yeah, go. Yeah, I've gotten that too. On like for like my YouTube and stuff, or just like <laughs> on Reddit, people have messaged me like, "Oh, I can get you all these Instagram yep. followers." So yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this week we are watching. Yeah. Uh. Well. Uh. Jeremiah was kind enough to <laughs> recommend. Um. Uh. From 2010, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> uh. The Last Airbender. Uh, and it is uh, the live action adaptation of the. Wait, is it just me that uh, he huh? disappeared? Oh, did you just? Dis- oh. oh, I still see you. I still oh, see okay. You. As long, yeah, I guess as, as long as. Me. Am I still gone? Okay, he's back. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, as long as Nick still has me, we're good because it'll okay. be in the you know the yeah, recording. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll reset the uh okay uh yes uh and jeremiah was was kind enough to bring in uh a movie for us this week it is our dud week so uh from 2010 directed by m night Shyamalan, uh we watched the last airbender it is a live action adaptation of the beloved children's cartoon um that is uh an epic action adventure fantasy comedy that follows the Avatar Aang uh, in a world where people control the four elements, fire, air, water, and earth. Um, the Avatar is like the one person that can control all four elements. Um, and he, he, him and his team of friends that he makes along the way uh, battle against the Fire Nation. Um, and there's a lot of trials, tribulations, a lot of great character arcs. And this movie... Has some characters with the same names. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say uh, Ang? Did you say Ang? I don't. I don't I, is, yeah. it, is that the first? Yeah. I don't think. I don't the, think it's Ang. I think it's. I think it's. I, it's Ang. Um, TJ. 
yeah. yeah, the Avatar Ong, as yeah. he's known in this. <laughs> yeah, I by the time uh Uncle Iroh introduced himself as Eero, I literally <laughs> like did that. I was I was I was like losing it. I couldn't believe it. Have you you haven't seen it before, like the movie. I haven't seen the movie. No, I literally oh. so I okay. never watched the show until like last year. Okay. I started it. I was one of those like, oh, it's quarantine. It's on Netflix. I'm going right. to finally dive into the show. I was show. thinking about that today. Um, it was either Avatar or The Sopranos. Those are like the two shows that people okay. got in like super into during quarantine. It was like, right. I'm binging these now. Yeah. The Sopranos was for me. That's one that I watched nice. during quarantine. So oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, that was also good. But yeah, that's what I did too. But um, yeah, I, uh, I actually like stopped watching. So I was at the last. Um, episode well the last episode on netflix which is actually the last four episodes all the sozen comment stuff right. um and i stopped there and it's like a thing that i do where i get to the end of a series and i'm just like i don't want to say i don't want to finish it right. so i i stopped watching it like months ago and you suggesting this got me to finally finish the show okay. so thank you for that i watched the season <laughs> the series finale last night it was fucking immaculate i i loved it that show is fantastic it deserves all the praise that it gets it is yeah. it is amazing it's an amazing show and then i decided to i i, I should have watched the movie first and then like ended with the high of the show because yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was rough yeah <laughs> um i i'm assuming you are a fan of the show too yeah right? i mean i watched the show like a few years ago it's actually one of the few shows that i've seen twice because it was like, mm -hmm. I watched it, and then I introduced somebody to it, and I was like, we gotta watch this. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I really want to watch it again, like, yeah. already. It's yeah, it was really super good. good. But the movie was just, it was so funny, because it's laughably bad. It's just, yeah. Because <laughs> it's crazy, because with an adaptation, is it's like, you have the blueprint for, like, mm -hmm. yeah. and then it's just, they just... You had the name pronunciations. Yeah, exactly. They, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it really gives gives off the vibes the most of like maybe any adaptation I've, I've ever seen because this was written by Shyamalan too that like I don't think he watched a single episode of the show no. <laughs> yeah. he got like yeah, some script right. or something yeah. probably some got like the bullet points I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. Happens. It, some assistant's it, assistant came up yeah. and was like I think I think it's uh, Ang Mr. Shyamalan he's like okay <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. let it be okay. written it is now Ang <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I watched uh, I watched a little bit of the show when I was younger, like when it was airing. I remember mm -hmm. liking it, but I never really like watched it to the point where like I followed all the storylines and and right. so mm -hmm. I don't I don't have that going in because I think that was from what I've read that was a big issue that people had with this movie it was one the departure from the show, the name pronunciation, and like just yeah how there was so much source material and how they just completely ate shit all the way through, yeah. and then bafflingly like making all of the leads just like the most white bread character uh, yeah. actors you could pick. Yeah. Which which wouldn't be nearly as bad if they didn't um like in the case of uh Katara and Soka. Soka. Um if they didn't make every other because the the water tribe are kind of they're like Inuit based obviously right. they're yeah. like in the the snowy like areas and stuff and um but they make all the other people like all the children look inuit yeah but it's just yeah. the main characters are white so it's it's like and you, it you made it too, worse for yourself. the fire nation is all brown <laughs> that was pretty funny uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah. i did not know that dev patel was in this movie 
That oh yeah, was, yeah. He's like sure. the one person I did know was in this. That was shocking because uh, the only other thing I, I saw him in the Green Knight this year. Oh right, which I thought right. was pretty good, but he's like a thirty-year-old man. Yeah, and so yeah. it's just like it, it's like seeing like Taylor Lautner and like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. Like, oh, you're yeah. you're like you're little, you're tiny. You never <laughs> seen Slumdog? Yeah. yeah was, no, I haven't seen cool. Slumdog. That's a good movie. I actually yeah. haven't seen that either. That came like I know that was when I first started getting into movies, and I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like it's offensive now. Is it like I? I, 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 I well. You I know, don't know, but I just feel it like it's be. like one of those Oscar bait movies. I'm like, poor people. Look. It's definitely an Oscar bait movie. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I like it. About it, but yeah. I, I am, I am a fan of Danny Boyle's like directing style, so that may yeah. influence me. I haven't seen it in years. He could be right. It could be a little outdated <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like what was it? Crash in 2005. That was supposed to be this like. It's a multicultural mixing pot of all these, and then it's just like yeah. it leans into every stereotype you can imagine. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this one best picture. Really rough. Yeah. Well, there's like this super one of them is like the super racist cop who like they like have like they give him like a redemption arc when it's really like no he's he shouldn't get a redemption arc but he's like <laughs> a piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I've uh, I first started getting into movies a few years ago. Yeah. I had I had a little phase like a film buff phase, and I was like, "Oh, this is a movie of you got to see," and I didn't finish it. I have a bad idea oh, nice. of what you're talking about, and I didn't finish this movie. So, and it, yeah, it was the right decision. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah. I uh, so um, kind of going back to what you're saying before is like with like the issues people have with it is this. So the show actually. Or sorry, the movie does actually follow the plot of the first season, but it's like it follows like the Wikipedia like plot synopsis, like the little like few sentence blurbs for each episode. So like it follows the story, but it's like in less than two hours. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's it's mostly told through like montages, and then it's like there's like a scene, and then there's a scene where they show up at the Northern Water Tribe, and then like. Two minutes later, uh, Sokka and Princess Yue are like, oh, I've loved these weeks that we've spent together. And I was like, what? <laughs> weeks? What? Yeah, so I didn't like even a catch lot that, of that line. Stuff. So I just yeah. thought they fell in love in the course of like a day or two. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't know it was weeks, actually. I thought that, yeah, but I guess, yeah. Which is weird. Uh, I'm surprised that I missed I it because there were so many like exposition dumps that happened throughout yeah. this movie where one character yeah. just tells another character, well, as you know, we're from the Fire Nation and we, and it's like they just go into this whole history of everything or like, uh-huh. you know, a lot of like, as you knows, which is like, hey, audience, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, uh, it's very like, uh, are you guys familiar with Darman? It's very Darman writing. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, who is? Yeah, yeah. I know the videos. <laughs> he, he's one of those guys. He does like inspirational videos yeah, on YouTube. Those. They're scripted, yeah. but it's like they bullied this girl until she quit school. You won't believe what happened. <laughs> oh. <now>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this whole podcast might be a Darman video because it's like these guys beat <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you won't believe what happened. <laughs> you, I mean, that's, that's how we should, yeah. that's how yeah. we should uh, advertise the, this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Believe what happens on this episode. There will be yeah. duds. We and talk we about like, a movie. We yeah. can like get an AI M. Night Shyamalan voice to like come in and do we'll, that de- we'll get a deep fake of him to yeah. put him in yeah. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really think if this like 
like, I think my like core issue is I just don't think that it's a show to be adapted. Like it really is basically a perfect thing as it is. Yeah. He, um, the only the only like slight negative I would give to the show, not compared to this movie, it's still <laughs> spirit of the movie. But I'm saying just like in general is like the animation. It's Nickelodeon. It's like it's it could be better in my opinion. Sure. Um, but barring that, there's nothing you can really do to improve it. So yeah. it's like one, why adapt it? It's the answer is money. I know the answer well, is money. <laughs> but um, like I guess what I'm saying is like even if they had like better actors uh better pizza papa john's i always go into that uh better like a better direction if they had like truncated the plot to be like maybe the first half of the first season so it wasn't quite as like bunched in yeah i still think it would it would maybe be a little bit better than it is now but as far as an adaptation i think it would still suck like i still <laughs> wouldn't really enjoy it even if it was like a better made movie like right. the one that they have come into netflix yeah, that people have a lot of faith in. Yeah, I'm not excited for it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, either, I don't need it. Yeah, because even the, show. the, uh, the <laughs> original creators of the show who were involved with the Netflix one, they left like completely the adaptation. So awesome. it's like, Ooh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, and you're right, but adaptation in general is like, if there's already a film or movie and it's already good, there's no. You're right, there is no reason to do it. But yeah, yeah, you know, that's just yeah, well, it's. Tough. And it's also like watching this because it's obvious by the ending that they're they're trying to set it up to be like another series of movies because like you have your little kind of post credits thing with uh, is that Zuko's sister? Yeah, Yeah, Azula. Yeah, I don't think it's their name in the movie, but yeah. Well, you're you're, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to know because if you're a fan of the show, you're like, oh shit, there she is. Oh. But it's like, man, this movie would have benefited from being like a mini series instead of like trying to get it all into a, like an hour and a half movie. But then it's like, you 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 start to go by that logic. You're like, oh well, there already is a mini series, but it's animated and it's better. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's completely redundant and you don't need it. Um, the the choice of M Night is also baffling. Like yeah. of all the people that you could have chosen, because I'm like, like, what did he do before this? It was like the happening late, like just that was uh, directly before this. Yeah, that yeah, it's just all horror movies, and then it's like we want you to do this beloved Nickelodeon children's franchise show. Yeah, like you've never sunk your teeth into like any of this. And I mean, I will say to the movie's credit, I think some of the like the action scenes are are decent. Some of like the martial arts that happens, like the kid who plays Ang is like a martial artist. Yeah, I I, I did get the sense that that kid was cast. Because he's like a martial artist. Yeah, he's the exactly. only hell. That yeah. was the only thing. Yeah, he could they were do never well. gonna get martial artist and good actor. So it had to be <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, they can't cast if they could have like went back in time and cast like baby Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was great. Yeah, it it's funny you say that like the action is good because like I would go I as far okay. as saying like I said it the, was okay. The, okay, you said it was okay. I would go as far as saying like the choreography as far as like what the people could do was impressive as far as like, oh, those people are like talented yeah. martial arts, but how it was filmed and how it was depicted <laughs> was such a letdown. We're like yeah. so I was saying that like the the animation itself, um it, I mean just like the look visually of the show I think could be in, improved, but compared to the show the shit that they do is 
fucking awesome. The combat in the show is fucking awesome. Like in the last episode, there's the part where Toph makes the fucking like Iron Man suit because she can. They like the way that they like they change and like evolve the bending because uh, Katara learns how to blood bend, which is fucking Mm -hmm. sick. That Mm -hmm. whole arc is awesome. And then Toph invents metal bending. It's like Mm -hmm. an extension of earth bending. And um, yeah, it's just, it's so creative and interesting what they do in the show. And then in the movie, you have this scene where there's a whole fucking troop. There's like eight earthbenders do this thing for like 15 seconds to lift one large rock. Hit the one guy, yeah. Those people, that group of people in the show could move the entire village. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's so small scale when you, like, action-wise. It's yeah. so lame. Oh, the idea of bending yeah. is disturbing. It would have been better to go up and, like, punch him in the face than yeah. to, like, do the rock. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just because that's in like that one long take where it's like yeah. you know the yeah. camera's going back and forth, and it's literally just like hang on these people. They do a thing for ten seconds, and then you f- see them do it, yeah. and it's just the people are standing like waiting to get hit. Yeah, and the well, thing like, is, is like yeah, you're right. It has the potential. The action had the potential to actually look good in live action. I think it it wouldn't be the same as animation, but I can see some potential. But it just it'd be better know, at least. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like uh, it. It looks like stuff that they shot specifically so they could use it in the trailer. Because I'm pretty sure right. that yeah. scene is <laughs> yeah. in the trailer. So it's like, like no, yeah. no, no, no. We gotta get this. Yeah. And then you watch it in the in the content. Usually, like when you watch a trailer, it's all like the good shit. It's like all that yeah. good stuff. That, and then you get to the movie and you yeah. finally see it in context, and you're like, <laughs> they lift a rock. Yeah, and that's it. yeah. <laughs> I did think that because like this movie's rated PG. It's like ad- okay. it's an adaptation of like a children's thing. I think the way that they killed Asif Mandi was like disturbing. Who's uh, Asif? He he's was a, he's Zhao Admiral Zhao. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. See, I know him because he was like a correspondent on the Daily Show. <laughs> the Daily like Show, I know. Years, right, right. Where I was like, what is this guy doing? And like, the, <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like, a thing of yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, they just like they all encase him in this water and just drown him, and you watch him like struggle. <laughs> And then he just <laughs> falls. And I was like, oh, yeah. they they ki- they killed him. They yeah. actually killed him. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's like, it was it was it just seemed very dark for like right. a children's right. movie. Just this. Yeah. Well, it was weird because it's not like a comedian doing a serious role and everyone's like, oh, my God, a comedian doing a, it's yeah. so cool. It was like it was bad. <laughs> it's just. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, weirdly, he was like trying to be seemingly dramatic with it. I, I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't buy it. Yeah, the daily and they show also guy. took out the humor too of the show. Like the lighter tone is a huge part of what made the show. And then taking out the humor was just like, was there humor? I don't even. There might have been an attempt. I, I don't know. There was there was a joke where I was like, where I understood that it was a joke at the oh, very least. <laughs> and it's where and it's um when they first like free uh Ang from the from the ice and then uh, Appa's tail like slaps down on Sokka. And he's like, he's attacking me or whatever. He's trying to eat like, me. That that's yeah. He's trying to eat me. That was a very. That's like the one instance of like that show Sokka. But he's still like, if it was show Sokka, you know, he'd be really over dramatic and like eh, he's trying to eat me. But in this, yeah. he's like, he's trying to eat me. Like that yeah. kid was so serious and like just not the vibe of Sokka at all. Neither yeah. was Aang. Like Aang can be serious in the yeah. show, but. 
the reason he's such a like good protagonist is because of how goofy and like wild he is, but also how pure and like just he is uh, mm-hmm. in contrast with that. It's very like uh, like Goku. He uh, uh, Aang reminds me of of Goku a lot for the similar similar things because like, I think Goku is a, a great protagonist because mm-hmm. he's innocent and like naive and pure and like just really optimistic and uh it's a great character to follow but in this he's just like got fucking like spittle hanging down out of his mouth <laughs> did you guys that? He's at no, the, what the air tra- yeah when he's at the when he goes to the the air temple um and he like sees this the bones of like his old friends and stuff because he's you know it was like yeah. 100 years ago and he's like he's like they they're all dead or I don't know. It's like, it's like the close-up of him and then guitars behind him. And he has like spittle and he actually goes, he like in the middle of his line, you see him go like, to, like <laughs> oh, God. it's fucking bizarre that they yeah. use that take. It is yeah. really weird. Yeah. That all the dialogue. The best one, Based yeah, on that's... that movie, that probably was the best take. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All of yeah. the dialogue felt so stilted and strange. Like there was like, this bizarre moment and i think it was like a pretty it was like a close-up on him and it was like i think it was ang talking to katara and Sokka, and he says something and then it just cuts over to katara and she's just like tell us why ang it's just like <laughs> it's, it's almost like you could see them like looking off screen and just like reading oh. like cue cards or oh, whatever okay. it just there, it's, it's so weird yeah there's definitely a part i think they're in like they're like in some like a little like patch of woods or whatever guitar is talking to Aang and you can see uh Sokka behind her waiting for his line he goes he's like looking at Aang looking at Katara and probably my favorite de- line delivery of the whole movie he, so are you the avatar Ang? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a it was great yeah. the kid from twilight oh, oh in- yeah. yeah yeah he had, he had like oh, a okay fairly major role in twilight as well okay. uh he's he one of the jasper Collins. in twilight okay i've never actually seen any of the twilight movies so see i don't know much like much like the last airbender the last time i saw the twilight movies was also with uh riff tracks commentary oh, oh like, okay like the mst3k mystery science theater guys like right. So like that was my first time seeing the last Airbender was years ago and it was with like those guys like riffing on it the entire oh, wow. time. Okay. So this is the last looked... night was the first time I've seen it just straight into my yeah. veins. Yeah. He looks way different in Twilight. He looks like speaking of the room, he looks like Greg Sestero in Twilight. Oh, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. The thing is, I actually would have even though it didn't get a sequel, I would have loved to see what it would have looked like to see like the end of the scene. I actually think it'd be so interesting to see what they would have done. It would have been the same thing, but just like, yeah, it would be real. Yeah. Like it would be really interesting to see how you could continue this trajectory of skipping so much. Yeah. Like it, it was a very, um, uh, Batman versus Superman is the movie that came to mind when watching this, where it's like so much happened but it felt like nothing happened by yeah. the end of the movie. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I paused when there was like 20 minutes left and I was like, I was like, there's no way, there's no way we're like this far into the movie. Like I, like I get that they're, they're at the Northern water tribe and 
they're at the the big you know the 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 full moon thing they're doing this thing but it feels like nothing has happened so far right. yeah exactly. uh, and and it's it's because like again so much of it is just conveyed through uh montage yeah. but it's like it's literally like feels like it's like 40 percent of the movie is montage and like yeah. exposition dumps and it's like you can't just you can't do a movie like that yeah. <laughs> that's how they work yeah yeah like it felt so uh the world felt kind of lifeless in terms of like design wise it was like it just felt so dull to me it didn't seem mm-hmm. like a lot a lot going on it was yeah and i thought yeah because yeah. it, it, it looked like at least for some of it they they filmed on like a real location which i, yeah. I appreciated this was like right before everything was just like green screened to death right. so like i appreciated yeah. it for that i always I'm, I'm the type of person that always tries to like give a movie the benefit of the doubt or try to yeah. find try to forgive it for something and so it's like some of the choreography was good they shot it in real locations like that's that's cool i guess but that's that's really about it that's all i can give it for positives, I would say, ooh, who was good? I mean, the girl who played the princess was pretty decent. Like the water, uh, the Northern Water Tower or Northern Water Tribe princess, she was decent. You right? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't. She was in it for like four minutes, so that might yeah. Be. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. She wasn't really bad to me. You were supposed to like have this emotional connection to her sacrificing herself, and it's like. I've known you for four minutes of screen time. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, <laughs> I don't feel anything. Yeah. It, yeah, I think for me, I, I I guess I would say A for effort on doing a long take at the very least. <laughs> okay. you know? yeah. Um, And then, like, I think if you're looking for, like, the best acting, it's got to be out of the Fire Nation. Like, you know, Cliff Curtis as uh, Ozai. He was... He was all right. You know, there was parts where like he was delivering lines and I was like, oh, yeah, like that's he's kind of has this the similar air. Like it kind of feels like Ozai. Mm. Uh, and then even though they kind of went for like a different like vibe, I thought Ira was all right. Yeah. Um, you know, those those were the two that I would say that that were like the the least painful to watch at the very least. Yeah. Dev Patel was was trying and i know he's a actor i've seen him he's he's been really good in some stuff yeah i'm just not sure but it's just it's those actors it's it's them dealing with the source material it's them dealing with like the script like they're doing the best that they can i do like i did laugh at the little bit of like uncle magic that uncle iroh was trying to pull he's like hey it's a pretty girl over there oh yeah you just give up on all this shit and you know uh go smash i was like whoa yeah well, wing, <laughs> wingman Uncle Iroh just being like, "Come on, let's just." Let's just yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. That's that's Uncle Iroh. Does that's, he do that in the show too? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah, like, I, yeah. I think because like people people online have talked like so reverently about Uncle Iroh. He's like this very beloved yeah. character. Yeah, he's so, awesome. So seeing him be like a, a wingman doesn't it, it like contradicted this idea in my head of him being like this sagely old like advice giver like wise beyond mm-hmm. his years and then he's like yeah. come on let's, let's go get some well, like, on, let's go. he's a good character because he's actually both like he is like yeah, that okay. he is like guys but then he's also a fun okay. character too. so it's like it yeah. kind of okay yeah a lot so it's, yeah <laughs> that good. that and that's that's like what's so strong about the show is the characters and being like very influenced by traditional like asiatic sort of uh 
characters like that, like the wise old sage, but mixed with this kind of like humanity sensibilities. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And they do that really well with a lot of the characters in the show. And, yeah. and yeah, I think that's why like I, Iroh is just like, he's, he's that dude. He's, he's, he's just, yeah, he's really good. He's, he's a really good character in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't know. We're about thirty minutes in. How are we feeling? I'm good. Yeah, I think I rented. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have anything oh, else, TJ? Go for it. Just, just the, 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 when they're like prepping for the fight at the end. It's just a little nice. It's nothing to like really talk about. But the fucking dude who he goes. I that was very was not weird. expecting that. That was so weird. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's this battle of Helm's Deep moment where you're like, you're just going past all these soldiers ready to like give their life, and yeah, they're <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> and then and then uh, I wanted to read the uh, the sort of uh, response or whatever from the show creators. Oh, boy. Um, so this is from Ken- Brian Kanetsko. Um, uh, he said, A, we didn't want it to be done at all. Before anyone was attached, we didn't want it. And then B, <laughs> and then B, if it was going to be done, we wanted to do it, but they weren't going to let us. C, when they attached Knight, we just thought, well, this is what we've been dealt. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> offer help if it's asked of us. And if not, we'll stay out of the way. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Oh, man. You, you yeah. really feel for them. They're like, all right. Yeah, yeah they make like this beloved by like critics and fans like one of the best animated shows ever and then they it's, get it's like the the vince mcmahon from wwe meme where it's like we don't want this to happen but if we do we'll help out yeah, yeah. And like Shyamalan is in yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay um i'll i'll go i'll go first i guess set the set the the tone or whatever yes yeah, um bar. i the there was it's it is a really weird case because i think i think an opinion could sway differently like i think most people would see this and be like yeah that wasn't really good but i mm-hmm. think it does change uh you know if you've seen the show or whatever um and i'm trying to like think of it just as a movie more so and not as an adaptation um, and as, as that it's, it's kind of in the middle for me. Um, I'm leaning dud. So, okay. so less or more negative than positive, but there definitely was some shit that I laughed pretty hard at. Like some of those line <laughs> deliveries, what's the one where I think it's during that, that really lame, the long take and Aang says, it is time for you to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. <Something like> that. <laughs> yep. So like yeah. there, there was definitely some moments that were really yeah. like getting to me. And well. <laughs> it was like, a, I guess I would say like easy watch in a sense that like it went by really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm still going dud for me. Okay. Personally. And then, all right. And then for me, I'm I'm pretty much leaning towards Dud as well. Like, there were entertaining moments like that, but for the most part, there were there were moments where I was like, just like kind of checked out during like some of like the, the action sequences. I just I just lost interest. The dialogue was very was very strange and stilted. 
Uh, I feel like I was gonna say something else, and I, it's just it's it, my hard drive has been wiped <laughs> by this movie. Um, yeah, very very bizarre movie. I don't really have like the TV show behind me to like kind of guide right. like my main critiques. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I was going into this, I was wondering if there's gonna be like you know how there's people online now that are like contrarians about the the Star Wars prequels. They're like, uh, right. actually, the first three are, are actually very good if you look at them in this light. And I was wondering, is like, is this going to be one of those movies that like is reevaluated like a decade later, and people are going to be like, I mean, you know, maybe we were a little harsh on this movie. And I don't, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I'm sure there are some contrarians out there that are like, uh, well, actually, you know, if you read the subtext of what M Night was actually trying to say, it's really good, and it tells yeah. this kind of stuff. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's how it works. So yeah. it, it, it was more boring than entertaining. So it's definitely a dud. But watch it with riff tracks. I remember that shit being really funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, is it's like I think you. I think it is gonna. The opinion of it is gonna change because all the characters. If you think about it, I think they're just autistic. So it's like <laughs> autism, it's autism representation. Like you mentioned that. Egg for sure. It's time for you to stop. I'm like, oh, okay. It's representation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm okay to champion this. Yeah. This message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, also for me, like, it's just a dud for me, too, because it's just, it was just boring. It was too boring to be, too, to, to be, like, super funny. I only laughed a few times, so. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. there's there's good moments peppered in there, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I I think um, uh, it, it would be nice. I wonder if there will be kind of like a resurgence or like a reevaluation of this once the Netflix show comes about. Yeah. Depending on how that one goes. Cause I don't yeah. know, people are really excited for it, but also they're like all the promotional stuff I've seen for it is literally just like, look, we didn't whitewash this one. And it's yeah, like, okay, but one. like, yeah. is the story good? Like yeah. that's kind of more important. I think. Yeah. Cause like, that's what they focus on with the cowboy bebop live action thing. And, uh, that wasn't good, but yeah, they had a they had a Japanese spike. So all right, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One hand washes the other. You kind of have to, you know, have both of those. I'm not sure how that expression is used, but uh... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of one hand washing the other, here's an ad break. Oh, here we go. Yeah, welcome back to there will just be TJ. Um, so you'll notice that Nick compared the last Airbender to the Star Wars prequels. Um, as if that is a fair comparison, um, one would argue, this one in particular would argue, uh, that that's, uh, horseshit. Um, because, uh, if you look at, uh, even critic reviews, uh, comparing the, the, the movies, the, the prequels and The Last Airbender, there, there have always been a fair amount of champions of The Phantom menace attack of the clones and revenge of the sith where i don't think there was really any for uh the last airbender there's a uh, a big a lot a lot more people like that than the few people he made it sound like um so i i i think that this might have to be something we we delve into further i think this is this is uh, Nick's ever-continuing, ever-growing uh, Star Wars exclusionism 
Um, I still don't know if he's seen the original trilogy. That was a big thing uh, back uh, when we were in high school that he'd never seen them. I still don't know if he has. Um, so I don't know if he has a leg to stand on here. And uh, we'll get back to that at another time. So um, are we back now? Yeah, I'm thinking we're back. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I watched, or I, I have been watching it. I finished uh, Moral Oral. Um, I'm kind of, I'm slowly chipping away. At, I, I've been recently, like, but the, kind of my Avatar dive, too. It was started because um, I just decided to start watching more. And it's not, Avatar isn't anime, I know, but it's anime influence. But I've, like, been watching more anime and, like, a slash like old adult swim shows basically um and yeah so the most recent one up on my list was moral oral and um really really cool show like it's it is a really interesting like dichotomy where you get through the first two seasons and um i don't have you ever seen it jeremiah do you, do you no, know i haven't it? seen it okay so it's it's a it's a claymation um show it's an adult swim thing uh, like kind of their typical comedy. So it's like 10, ep- 10 minute episodes. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a riff on the old. Davian um, Goliath. Yeah. Davian like, Goliath. Do you know those? So it's like, old, yeah. it's like, it's like old children's like, it's a, it's like a, it's like a spoof of like a religious thing. Like a, Oh, David yeah. Goliath. okay. Yeah. But, but, okay. No, there's a well, claymation no, show called Davian Goliath back oh, in like okay. the sixties or seventies yeah. or something like that. So it's like very much that. a spoof on that. Oh, okay. I, I yeah I used to watch Davy and Goliath because I grew up in a very like religious household, mm. um, and uh, so this is like yeah the kid more or Oral is like he looks exactly like Davy does okay. in, the, <laughs> in the show and stuff and it, yeah very similar uh, animation style but it is like it is it's I like I don't think I've ever seen like something that hates God as much as <laughs> hate him like every episode is like. It's like oh we're teaching it's like more uh oral i keep wanting to call moral uh oral is this like hyper religious super innocent naive kid who's just always trying to do the right thing but every time like an adult teaches it like tells him like oh you need to do this because the bible tells us this it's always interpreted in like the worst possible way okay um like to where he um he I can't remember how he gets to this, but like the first episode is like he interprets like this Bible verse to mean that like it's a sin to be dead. So he oh. like <laughs> finds a Necronomicon and like resurrects like his grandpa from the grave. Okay. Um but like and like they start like biting other people and like all the people that were resurrected in the graveyard are like naked. Okay. Uh, like all their clothes like rotted away. Yeah. And then like they start like all the people in town are like terrified of them because it's a sin to be naked or whatever, not because they're like <laughs> eating each other. Um, so yeah, so it's, you know, uh, very like hypercritical of, of religion and it's great. It's, it, it's, it's awesome. And like the first two seasons are like that. And then the end of season two, it turns on a dime and it becomes this like weird. The final season is all, um, each episode is like about a different person in, in the town. There's a couple that are still about oral, okay. um, but it's about a different person in the town who, who were like background characters in other episodes. Okay, got it. And um, like these really, it's just really impressive how it can take this silly, like insane comedy uh, 
show and turn it into this like stuff that like really makes you feel for these characters. Like there's some episodes that are just like really dark. Okay. Um, and, but like not in a like comedic way, like you watch them and you're like, like that was like, damn, that was like, you really like, it's, it's weird. Like thinking like of how crazy that show is. And then like you get to the third, the last season, I'm like, I'm like almost tearing up at the end of some of these. Reclamation. Yeah. And, uh, it, it it all turns like because what happens at the end of the second season is um Oral goes on like a hunting trip with his dad and his dad's like a severe alcoholic. Oh. Um and Oral is like a pacifist and his dad is like forcing him to like kill an animal as okay. like a rite of passage Jesus. into like being a man. And but his dad gets like he keeps drinking because Oral's like refusing to, like because he yeah. doesn't he doesn't want to. Um and like it ends with with the dad shooting oral like in the leg <laughs> and like oh, him going, and then and like i feel like in any previous episode it would be treated as like comedic but in this it's like the dad then like passes out and oral's just there like 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 defeated like with like a wavering voice like calling for his dad to like help him oh, and his dad God. just like falling asleep cuz he like doesn't care yeah. and like then the rest of the show it's like Previous to this, Oral's like looked up to his dad as like the ultimate like human, right? As you do as a kid. And it's like after this, he starts to realize that like his dad is flawed and like a bad person. There's an episode <laughs> where he asks his mom like why he married why she married his dad. And then like that episode is about them meeting and stuff. And it's not like a good or romantic relationship <laughs> in any way. It's very abusive and uh bad. But um yeah, and it's you know, it's a quick watch because it's 30-ish, maybe less. No, I think it's a little more than 30 episodes. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's more. It's it's like 40 episodes. Okay. Um, but they're 10 minutes each. It's it's a pretty easy watch, and uh, yeah, it's a really good show. Okay, so, yeah, that sounds nice. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Made by... Uh, yeah, watch on HBO. Made by the uh, guy. Okay. Did you watch Community? Yes. Yeah, Scarburns. Oh, yeah. Dino, okay. Dino Stamatopoulos. Yeah. He's like the creator of that show. Mm-hmm. Like him okay, and Dan cool. Harmon have worked together forever. Okay. He, cool. he, uh, he voices a, a few of the, the characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. And then I guess the only thing I saw, I, uh, I kind of took a Martin Scorsese Odyssey, if you will. I saw Goodfellas so. and uh, The Departed uh, in within the same week. And I think The Departed or Goodfellas. Oh, I, I almost rank Goodfellas a little bit above The Departed, if only for like the needle drops. The music in that movie mm. is, and that's kind of what Martin Scorsese is known for is like these little yeah. flourishes of using like a lot of like late sixties, early seventies music, like a lot, a lot of Rolling Stones that just like mm-hmm. it just fits in the scene so well. But I think my favorite scene using like music was like there's a scene where like you see everybody who like it's like a montage of people who got whacked. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uses the latter half of the song Layla, like the oh, that, like the Eric Clapton, okay. Derek and the Dominoes song. And you just see like, it's a slow-mo of like a garbage truck lifting and you see bodies falling out, <laughs> like, a guy frozen in a meat truck. But it's like, it has this like tender, like light rock from the 70s music playing behind it. It's just, uh-huh. and I know you mentioned uh, that you watch The Sopranos. Um, there are yeah. 27 actors in goodfellas who would later go on to appear in the sopranos oh okay yeah, like wow. 
like the main like love interest is Dr. Melfi. Oh, okay. Um uh Christopher is in it as like he's so young. It's crazy how young <laughs> he is. Uh what's his name? The the main protagonist near the end of the Sopranos. Uh the guy that they say looks like the Shaw of Iran. Uh <laughs> He gets. Oh. I, I won't spoil it for for TJ. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> it was just crazy. It was just crazy that like the guy who made The Sopranos basically saw like Goodfellas and was like, "Yeah, I want to make that. I yeah. want that." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there, there's like a scene where they have to like get rid of a body, and they they stop at Joe Pesci's mom's house, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, you're home. Hey, let me make you coffee. Let me make you dinner." And they're like, "You know, Ma, I gotta go do this thing." Yeah. They're like, "No." Nah, <laughs> And I think David Chase was inspired by that, like, sort of unglamorous view of mobsters, where it's like you see The Godfather, and it's almost like this prestige, yeah. you know, oh, the day of my son, my daughter's wedding, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But then it's like with with like Goodfellas and like The Sopranos, he liked that, um, like that that awkwardness and unglamorousness of just like okay. we got to kill this guy, and that's just all there is to it. There's no. You know, dramatic music or nothing. They just yeah, true, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was so good. It was such a good viewing experience seeing Goodfellas and Robert De Niro is great. It, 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 I almost like choked up a little bit because like Ray Liotta's gone. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. Tony Sirico, who plays Paulie in The Sopranos, is in it, and it's like he got out of the car and he, he was doing his like. His like soprano shit, like yeah. it's like it's like built into his personality. <laughs> okay. I almost had like a little tear because he, he he's so young and like I love him. I love Polly as a character and just seeing him in anything, it's like it's yeah. it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I nice. saw House of the Dra- Are you Did you finish? Or did you yeah, I'm good. It? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was watching House of the Dragon. So if you're a Game of Thrones person, you know that it didn't end the best way. And it was cool seeing House of the Dragon was great. I thought so. So it was cool seeing it redeemed. Like I That's was, good I think, to hear. Yeah, first I was I didn't want to watch it, but I saw a bunch of ads. I was like, fine. And then I watched the first episode and I was drawn back into the world. But okay. it's still like not worth not having the winds of winter. So that's all I have to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah like, how long has he been writing that book? That book is now thirteen or twelve years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dan- yeah. D- Dance of Dragons came out, which was the last one. Came out like during the first season of the show. Yeah, I think, I think it actually. Oh what I think it was like t- 2011. The first season came I th- out, so I guess it's been. I damn. think so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. 10, 11 years or something like that. Yeah, too too long. So, yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, and I wonder just if the because apparently the show ended like. They said that they, you know, he, he like, uh, what is it? Like, you know, they, they talked with him about how it ended and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I wonder if because of how that was received, he's like, oh, I'm going to spend another like 20 years, (laughs) like writing it or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a rare instance that would be as a writer to like kind of pitch your ending to a TV show and then it eats shit. And then you're like, okay. Like how many exactly. people get to test out like the ending of their book yeah. before their book is yeah, released, and then they can be like, "I'm going to redeem this by not doing what the TV show did." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. That that's good though. I do I do keep hearing pretty positive things about House of the Dragon. I I haven't started it, but I I think I will 
check it out. It it might be a case of like the second season is about to come out and I'm like, okay, I'll get around to it. I'll start. Right, I'll, right. I'll finally start it. But yeah. yeah. Um, I like, uh, you know, a couple of the, the, like, I really like Patty Considine who plays yeah. the Rhaegar. Uh, he plays the King, King Viserys. Viserys. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah Viserys. He's, he's very good in the, in the show. So if you like him, you'll like him in this role. He's really good at it. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and, and I've heard it, this is more, mostly or like just targaryens right it's yeah, like it's, it's like, not like multi-family like no it's like a smaller terms. there's still like other families involved but it's sure. about yeah and it's a smaller scale which is different it's not like oh you have westeros and you have dorn and stuff it's very much like one place which is really right focuses more on yeah so yeah really cool. yeah that'll be that it seems like an interesting sort of like change of pace within yeah. the same like universe and stuff. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Well, um, speaking of speaking of writing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and thanks again for coming on. Oh, uh, I had yeah. a lot of fun. I think this is a good conversation. Yeah. Um but not yeah, a good before movie, we but... not a good movie. <laughs> Gotta make that clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, before we before we wrap <clears throat> up, um you're an author, comedian, uh yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just do the quick plug. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm a comedian based out in Toronto, and I've also written a novel, a sci-fi novel, Hive. Uh, you can find it at www.jermayu.com or uh, just on Amazon if you just look up Hive. Uh, we're working on the movie adaption right now. We got M. Shyamalan. <laughs> you, you had me for a second. <laughs> we got him. Oh, got him writing, got him directing, got him editing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, but that, that's all I'll say. Sweet. Nice. Do you, you have any, yeah. do you have any like, stand-up dates to plug uh, or anything like uh, that? I've... This is like if you live in Uxbridge, Ontario, I'm gonna be out in Uxbridge next Friday. But if you guys have a listener in Uxbridge, I don't. That would know. be <laughs> that would be pretty. Yeah, that would that yeah. would be insane. Yes. <laughs> if you have a, if you have someone in Uxbridge, you need a better podcast. That's what. I'm <laughs> Hell yeah! Sweet. Yeah, we'll we'll throw links to all that stuff yeah. uh, in the episode description. Go check out uh, Hive uh, yes. by Jeremiah. Yeah, Sweet. and Thank then you. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then um, I'll pull next week's movie and then oh, we can say it. our goodbyes sweet yeah say go our, for it. say our sign offs and next week's movie is uh from 1997 directed by luke besson the fifth element oh shit oh. that's been on my list of movies that i i i need to see and haven't now i have a reason to nice that that might be one of your movies actually Was one it? of your I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I forgot. I, so the fifth element, I think, is on HBO. Oop. Nine times Oop. out of ten, it's on HBO. It's on. Well, it looks like it's on a lot of premium stuff, but it's for rent on YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, okay, all that normal stuff. Um, so go watch that before next week's episode if you don't want to be spoiled for the fifth element. Um, these episodes come out every. Uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m. EST on uh, in video form on Twitch and YouTube, as well as an Apple podcast, uh, Spotify and more in podcast form. Um, we also have social pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And that about does it. 
I am the Avatar, Tajai, aka J Spot, Yeah, you're slipping into Forrest Gump. Cheese, and as always, as always, I am your your wise beyond his years Uncle Wingman. Nick, aka Dr. Funk on Twitch, and with us today. You can try my name. <laughs> you can try it. Okay. Try it. Uh, with us today is Jeremiah Oprenfi. Oh, uh, I got it better the first time. It's uh, Umporfi. Umporfi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, many apologies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, man. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Have a yeah. good day, guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah. See you. Peace. See you.